Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Sports Night Podcast presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint on the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Network. I'm Chris Yow, and as always, joined by Maurice Patton. And just like always, we want to go ahead and thank our sponsors. We want to give a shout-out to Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Custom Stone Handlers, and, of course, Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Custom Stone Handlers believes in leadership, and outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. Contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. They also are the sponsor of our team of the week, which is the Summertown Eagles, so congratulations to them. Summertown Eagles football team. The football team, that's right. Um, Maurice, it's it's Thursday, and we are getting ready for (laughs) a full slate of high school sports tonight, and uh, that includes a full slate of volleyball. Um, As far as we know, the volleyball schedule for tonight is, is a full go. Yeah, um, despite so many of our area football games being moved to later tonight, six of the seven games that were scheduled for Friday night are now Thursday night affairs. But despite that, as far as we know, everything that was set to go on in volleyball tonight is on as scheduled. So um, might be some crowded parking lots. It, it they very well could be. Uh, it's going to be a uh... – a big night for volleyball. It looks like we've got, like I said, a full slate. I know, um, I know Columbia Academy is going to Middle Tennessee Christian, but Central is playing at home. Uh, Summit is playing at home. Independence is playing at home. All three of those have football and volleyball games scheduled for home dates. Nice little doubleheader there. Get done at the volleyball game and run out to the football. And, um, you know, the weather doesn't seem to be an obstacle. Earlier in the week, we expected rain. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, as of this morning, it seems to have cleared off for tonight. So should be a pretty good night for football, even yeah. if it's a night early. Yeah, it, absolutely. And then, of course, uh, tomorrow Zion travels to Cullioca, and uh, Saturday Columbia Central and Summertown go to Lawrence County, which is a uh, a really big tournament. Yeah, traditionally that's a pretty big one down there, pretty competitive. Again, Summertown, the um, defending Class A state champions, and, and – Columbia Central coached by former Summertown standout Megan Kilburn in her first year, so should be some good stuff down at Lawrence County on Saturday. Yep, absolutely. Uh, speaking of a full slate, <laughs> um, soccer also getting a, a, a big night tonight, and here's the thing about soccer is it's they, they play in the rain, but luckily they're playing tonight, and hopefully they will miss that rain. Um, six soccer games on the slate tonight as well for girls soccer six soccer games on the slate one of those you can ignore um we we need to strike through that lincoln county at columbia central game because um the lady lions have had a bout with COVID 19 and they have been sidelined that this game here against lincoln county was canceled they had a game earlier this week that's been well shouldn't say canceled should say postponed They've both been rescheduled. We've got a story on that up on the website at sm-tnsports.com. But, yeah, they, um, they've had some issues with the pandemic, and they will not return to practice until next Wednesday, September 2nd, right before they have a game on September 3rd at Coffee County. So um, already 0-2, the Lady Lions are, are dealing with some things off the field as well. But um, 
Spoke to Greg, Greg Sidlowski, as I said, and, and he's, as usual, upbeat about the situation, just waiting to get back on the field and get back with his young ladies. It's hard to find that guy being uh, sad about much of anything. Oh, so I, I, I'm curious, though, <laughs> obviously with his son being a football player and a highly touted football player, I'm curious if they would have played tonight either way. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, That's a good question. Nonetheless, they will not be playing because of that COVID issue. So it's it's an ongoing situation through all sports. We knew this was going to be a thing. This was going to be a a problem for several schools across the state, and it has been for both football, volleyball, soccer, all of them. one thing that hasn't really affected so far that we know of is high school golf, um, but again, that's a it's pretty it's pretty, pretty socially distant sport by by its nature. So, um, knock on wood, we've not heard of any golf issues to this point. I do think there's a cross country situation though. So, um, yeah, just wear your masks. Yeah, uh, wear your masks, please. Uh, that's the best thing. To keep these kids out playing, especially if you're out um, watching these athletic contests. Um, But like we said, full slate of sports tonight, including high school football. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're trying to get this show out to you guys as early as possible because uh, I believe it was, was it Monday? If it wasn't Monday, it was early Tuesday that Zion Christian announced that they would be playing at Fayetteville on Thursday due to uh, impending weather uh, as it pertains to Hurricane Laura that just hit the coast last night, early this morning. Um, So Zion is traveling to Fayetteville and uh, they are playing tonight on the road. Um, Fayetteville has something to prove after last season. Yeah, tough situation for Fayetteville last year. Um, We're undefeated and and on a roll and most people were looking at them as a state semifinalist in Class 1A at worst, and then they ran into an eligibility issue, had to forfeit some ball games, wound up missing the postseason entirely. Got a bunch of those guys back, though, and um, coming off a 27-16 loss over at Marion County last week, so they are going to be um, in a foul mood particularly, I think, tonight when Zion comes in there. And Zion, you know, it's a short week to start with playing on Thursday night, but Zion played the last, what, 27 minutes of their ball game against Grace Christian on Saturday. So it's an especially short week for the Eagles with that situation. So um, tough, tough two-week stretch here for, for the Eagles. Um coming off that 47-6 two-day loss at Grace Christian and going down to what promises to be a pretty good Fayetteville team later tonight. Absolutely. All right, so we're going to take a quick break here on Sports Night, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. When we come back, we'll talk more football right after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. And welcome back to Sports Night at Noon, (laughs) presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. We're really going to have to work on that. Hey, I think think that's as good as it gets right there. Sports Sports Night night at Noon? At Noon. Okay. Because, hey, I mean, 
It is. That's what it is. It's it's <laughs> noon broadcast, and we are excited to be bringing this to you uh, on the day of um, five local football Six. games. Five local today. Five local today. We have one tomorrow. Six local today. One tomorrow. Is it? One, yeah. two, three, four, five. Six total games. Okay. This guy. Yeah. <laughs> we have five games tonight. Math thing is hard. <laughs> I was told there would be no math. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, one of those five games tonight will be Spring Hill traveling to Summit. And uh, obviously coming off a tough loss last week um, in the Backyard Bowl, Spring Hill is going to have to find a way to get back up and respond. Luckily, they play another rivalry game, which shouldn't be too difficult to get up mentally for. It shouldn't be hard to get up for this one at all. What do they call it? The Battle for the Hill? This is Yeah, Battle for the Hill. Uh, it does have a, a mayor's trophy of some sort um, presented by Mayor Rick Graham who is currently giving the State of the City speech on the Chamber of Commerce website right now. It's mm. a big day for Spring Hill. You got both both local high schools playing State of the City address. It's just, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> who knew August 27th was such a big deal? Um, but how do, the, how do the Raiders, you know, respond after such a difficult loss last week? Yeah, and, and I think, like you said, the fact that they are playing another rivalry game plays into their psyche they got another chance to go out and 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 you know they they lost this game last year but they played it really close two years ago and so you you don't necessarily know what to expect when you get into a rivalry type situation like this but more importantly they just want to look better than they did last week I think Um, offensively they weren't very effective defensively I thought they played well enough to be in that ball game I mean Columbia Central did not just get break big play after big play they just had um, some short fields to work with and so offensively will be the key for Spring Hill you know shoring some things up on that side of the ball and conversely, Summit rode a momentum roller coaster last week as they uh, they get a late win uh, over rival Independence. So mm-hmm. again, lots of emotion being in the first couple of weeks here with a couple of rivalry games to start out. Uh, will, do you think Summit's going to be able to keep that momentum? That's the question. Yeah, and you know, again, they'll be playing without Keaton Wade, who who had the broken foot in practice last week. Dustin Wade really rose to the occasion, but they threw the ball well, and and those receivers really, really stepped to the forefront. Absolutely. So Christian Jolly went out early in that game uh, after a couple of catches, but um, I'm sorry, Caleb Jolly, Christian two years ago, goodness gracious. (laughs) Uh, Caleb went out. Nine-year-old. Right? So, you know, curious as to how that's going to play out. Obviously, you know, Brandon King and Brady Pierce both stepped up with a couple touchdown catches each uh, for that team. But um, we've heard some rumblings uh, through a couple of folks that Destin Wade could be held out tonight after he caught a cramp last week and a potential issue uh, in practice this week. So we don't know that Destin Wade is going to be uh, under center or in shotgun tonight. So we'll... We'll have to see how that plays out. Um, not really sure how that's going to go, but what uh, what you can expect is that 
no matter what Summit does, they're going to be prepared because Brian Coleman makes sure of it each and every week. And yeah, you know, we saw this team last year lose Destin for a stretch and they had to kind of shift on the fly and do some different things. Now, yeah, what they, they did to. involve Keaton, <laughs> yeah. so, you know, going without both of them will, will make this thing interesting and um, we'll have to certainly keep an eye on that. Absolutely. So, if you can get out to Summit tonight, I think it's I think there's still some tickets available or there were uh, late yesterday, so check out our website, sm-tnsports.com. There's a ticket link inside the How to Watch and Listen story. Um, the game that I'll be at tonight, Wayne County travels to Summertown, and the like we said, the Eagles are last week's team of the week after a big 13-12 win over Mount Pleasant. Um, one thing that's pretty exciting for the Eagles after the win, they actually received some votes in the AP Top Ten poll this week. And, and silently, kind of what that says is there's some respect for Mount Pleasant out there as well. It, it does, absolutely. <laughs> I think, you know, you get, a, you get a win at home against Mount Pleasant and folks are saying, okay, that, that's, that's a big that's win solid. for this, for that's this team. That's solid, absolutely. Summertime, one of three teams from their region, 5-2A, um, getting some love in that Class 2A Associated Press poll with um, Lewis County coming in at number seven this week. Forrest, the defending region champ, coming in at number nine. And then Summertown getting votes as well. So um, this is a big game for the Eagles. A few more eyes on them maybe than usual. And uh, it'll be interesting. We were talking off air. This could be a quick game because Summertown yeah. was 0 of 3 in the passing game last week. Wayne County was 1 of 6 in their 7 nothing loss against Loretto for two yards. So it's going to be three yards and a cloud of dust tonight, big boy. Hey, and you know what? There's nothing necessarily wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> like I said in Monday's podcast, how, you know, Summertown's defensive front really set the tone for them. And I think that, you know, that's going to be a big key for them tonight is will that defensive front be able to set the tone, um, keep Wayne County behind the behind the yard sticks and, and see if they can, you know, force early punts, force three and outs, and keep their defense off the field. If they're able to do that, I think that, you know, they can easily get a win tonight because, again, offensively you've got three guys who are as good as anyone that, that we've seen at that level in Colton Schaefer, Javen Edmiston, and Anakin Johnson. Right. So you've got – you know you've got the offense. It's, it's all about, you know, can this defense – shut down Wayne County up front, and we'll see. Yeah. And since we talked about my game, we'll mm-hmm. talk about your game tonight. All right. And uh, you're heading over to Central uh, as they host Dixon County. Dixon County um, showing off a new coach. they mm-hmm. got Greg Burns, former Indy assistant. So curious to see how that plays out. Yeah, they, they, didn't, they didn't debut quite the way they would have liked to under Coach Burns. Losing to county rival Creekwood 28-21 last week, but um, I, I think it's going to be interesting. That's that, traditionally Dixon County has been one of the better schools, one of the better programs in the Middle Tennessee area. And when I say traditionally, that's the last 25, 30 years. This last little bit, they've struggled. They've had some talent. They've just not been able to put it together. But two years ago. They won this matchup 35-14. Last year, Central won at 21-0, and um, some of the 
players for Central have not changed a whole lot, specifically Christian Biggers. And, and that's the I think that's where you gotta you, you gotta put your focus tonight if you're Central and Dixon County. Is hey, yeah. Find Christian Biggers. Mm-hmm. Hey, both of them. Yeah, yeah. And um, Central wants to get him loose. He had 104 rushing yards last week. Did not get in the end zone. Jason Holt was a little disappointed about that. But at the same time, they took care of business against Spring Hill. And Christian Biggers is going to find the end zone at some point. Oh, yeah. So um, Dixon County obviously will be trying to keep him out. Um, but I, I, I've said it. I really like. What Central was able to do offensively last week, they threw it around enough to keep Spring Hill honest on defense. And and because when you've got a guy like Biggers who went for 1,100 yards last year and Central not throwing it any better than they did last year, you know, you you kind of allow defenses to to consider loading up the box, bringing an eighth guy up in there and, and making it tough on him. If they can throw it like they did last week and and keep keep folks honest, Christian's going to get off. Absolutely, it, it's uh, so. I guess the key, while it lies with Christian Biggers, really the key is Brady McCandless. and <laughs> is he able to to keep those de- the defense of uh, the Cougars honest? We'll see tonight. Uh, they play at seven o'clock over at Lindsey Nelson Stadium, they and do. you'll be there. I will be there. See Hopefully him. the rain will not be there. Yeah, if you haven't gotten a magazine yet, find Maurice. He'll have some. Uh, I'll be happy to, to pass you one of those. Um, we'll get you hooked up. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, now, if Hold you, up. Now, before you, before you do anything else, there are six games tonight. Collinwood is at Richland tonight in Ooh, the, in the Raiders are, season opener. There are six games. Wow. See, we forgot that one earlier. No, we didn't. Hey. Well, I guess I did. Yeah, you helped right. build yeah. this thing. All right, all right. We, we did forget it. Yeah. We did. So let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about Collinwood at Richland because Richland uh, in the last two quarters is up 19-7. Exactly. So exactly. They, they've got a little momentum going. Um, I'm curious to see how Nick Patterson continues that momentum tonight. Uh, you know, Collinwood is one of those teams that – you have to really focus on not that they can they change every year. Mm-hmm. It's not a team that is traditionally good or traditionally bad. They just but, you have to focus on what they're doing this year. And they've got a they've got a nice little nucleus of seniors. Um, the quarterback Dayton Scott started for them two years ago in a playoff game against um, Mount Pleasant. Yeah, they they are quietly they're they're kind of down there in in Wayne County. Um, you don't hear a lot about them and that kind of thing. But but they can they can be a threat at any given time. They mm-hmm. they opened their season last week with a forty to six region win over Middleton. Um, so they've got some momentum, um, as you said, and some offense. Uh, yeah, as you said, Richland. In the second half, down at Rogers, looked a lot better than they did in the first half, and I'm I'm anxious to see what Austin Seals does for the Raiders. Big game last week at Rogers, scored a couple of touchdowns, both of them on pretty big plays. So um, again, as we were talking about Biggers being the focal point for for both Central and Dixon County, Seals, it would seem, will be the focal point for both Richland and Collinwood in this one. Yes, absolutely. That's. Um you know, Austin Seals is the guy that I think a lot of people need to to remember when you're talking about Richland. Um, 
of course, quarterback Sam Edwards is hopefully kind of gets out of a little bit of – he got into a little bit of a funk last week, obviously coming off of an injury in his first start back. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, y'all, when you have to stare down 6-1, 6-2, 6-3, across the front of, of your opponent, your opponent, it's – it's not easy to do. And, and and I think one thing that is easily lost is last week, again, with everything going on with the pandemic and that kind of thing, there were no scrimmages, there were no it. jamborees. Last week was the first time since last year that these guys have seen somebody in a different color uniform. They're not pulling up. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, so. You, you have to you you have to really remember that it, it was again it was a complete new experience mm-hmm. for a guy like Sam Edwards, and so you know I'm curious to see how he responds tonight and if he's able to get a um, you know get his team a win. So we'll talk about that a little mm-hmm. bit later. And so now we can move on to. Tomorrow's only game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only Friday night contest we have this week, Shovable comes to C8. Um, will the rain be a factor? That's the big question. It's hard to say. They kind of rolled the dice. I think early in the week, it was tough to – we didn't know that, that the rain chances were going to lessen to the degree that they have for tonight. And I think – the, the decision makers kind of thought, hey, it's raining on Thursday, it's raining on Friday, we may as well stay where we're at. So we'll see how that one goes. Um, Columbia Academy needs the rain to not be a factor after seven Clearly. turnovers last week in their 27-14 loss at Clay County. Um, it, it's and, and Clay County fumbled it four times, so, I mean, it was, it was a first game. I was about to say, <laughs> It was as ugly as some of the coaches have told us to expect. It had 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 feared. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That that the ugliness really came through in that one, and and so ball security big issue for the Bulldogs. Shelbyville in their first game under new head coach Josh Puckett, who all he did last year was lead Lake County to an undefeated finish and a Class A state title. So. Um, clearly in demand there, but um, Shelbyville opens with a 38-13 loss last Thursday night against Tullahoma, so second Thursday game in as many weeks for the Golden Eagle. I'm, I'm sorry, they're playing on Friday. Never mind. Yeah, they're, um, they're playing tomorrow. Uh, but, it's a long uh, week. Yeah, exactly. they got a little extra preparation there, but, um, you know, Shelbyville went to, what, the quarterfinals in 5A last year before they lost to Summit? So this is a team that's had some success. This is a coach that's had some success. And once they get things meshed, it, it's going to be they're, – they're going to be right in the mix of that Region 5, 5A just like they, they have been the last couple of years. It's, it's going to be a, a tough week for CA. But, again, they don't back down. Mm-hmm. They don't they, – they've never shied away from playing anyone. And they're not going to start now. And disp- no matter what – situation they're in they're going to play four quarters they're going to play hard because that's what charlie lansdale expects of them. and and i think that this is a game that's going to help them down the road regardless of the outcome absolutely because you play of the of the top five teams ranked in the ap poll this week you got three of them coming up You're the right. next three games are all ranked opponents yeah, yeah. so this only helps your team build some uh 
build some some toughness for those those difficult games in in your region. So right. it is what it is. All right, again, that one is tomorrow night at CA. So get down there if you want to see that. If it, I mean, far as we know, there's. They're only selling tickets at the gate. I don't right. know what the capacity is, but you can get tickets at the gate. So if you want to see high school football tomorrow night, that's your only option in this area. Right. Uh, but when we come back, we are going to talk about our game of the week as CPA travels to Independence. So we'll talk about that when we come back on Sports Night presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. And welcome back to Sports Night presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Let's talk about our game of the week as CPA travels to Independence. Um, CPA leads this series two to one, but two years ago they absolutely should not have won this game. But that's neither here nor there. Um, this is actually it's, it's funny because CPA and Indy that Indy traveled to CPA two years in a row. Um, yeah, hmm. so. It's weird how that's worked out, but, you know, with the new scheduling right. mm-hmm. this year. So, anyway, um, CPA finished 7-7 seven and seven last year, but when you finish 7-7, seven and seven, that means you played 14 games, and that means in, D- in D2 you went to the state finals. Exactly, yeah. They, they really got off to a rocky start last year, but as per usual with an Engel Martin team, they finished in Cookville, and um, – that's that's just kind of what you've come to expect out of that bunch. More as significant as their state finals appearance last year, they opened this year. They were supposed to play at Evangelical Christian School, ECS, down in Memphis. Had to um, cancel that game for for pandemic reasons. So CPA picks up Riverdale, goes over to Murfreesboro, wins twenty to seven in a, in another turnover filled affair. So they're coming in here off of a off of a two touchdown victory and um, got some experience from that state championship game appearance last year. Coming back to this year's team, yeah. And, and as much as last week's going to factor into this week, um, Independence is coming off that emotional loss to Summit. How do they respond? Do they feel like? Hey, we you know we can play with these guys. We can play with anybody. Um, we just have to finish. I would think that's exactly what what Scott Blade is saying to those guys. That I mean, you know, you went toe to toe with the Class Five A state finalists from last year, and and probably should have won. Absolutely should have won. And I think you have to like what you saw out of Jackson Campbell in his first start at quarterback. Oh, it, you you can't not like it. It was a a brilliant performance and only overshadowed because his uh, you know his cross field rival yeah his cross field rival over there had six touchdowns and Jackson only had four only four only four only four yeah <laughs> so I, I think I just think from an offensive standpoint you're telling the Eagles to keep doing what they what they've been doing and. You got to kind of like their chances in this one if they do that. So I, I don't think, 
I mean, that loss was emotional because it was Summit. It was emotional because Summit scored with 22 seconds left for their only lead of the ball game. But, but, and you were there, so you can yeah. say better than I could. But it sounds like Independence did a lot of really good things in that ball game. They absolutely did. That's that's the that's the thing you have to understand is this team is very good up front, as good as they've been since I've been watching them. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got. They've still got great receivers, despite losing Jackson Campbell to the quarterback <laughs> position. They've still got Brigham Oracle. Um, like we said, you know, they're using they're utilizing the tight end a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, River Katina had a catch last week. This is this is a team that can spread the ball out. You don't know who's going to get it, and then when you do play man to man and you don't spy Jackson Campbell. He can take off uh, at any point, and those designed quarterback powers that they run and those options. I mean, he's a he's a threat with his feet. He's a threat with his arm, which is very important to note that he's not just a running quarterback. This is a guy who can throw the football. He yeah. can complete long pass. He threw one pass, a touchdown pass last week into the back of the end zone. That was just absolute. It looked like the Ben Roethlisberger, Santonio Holmes touchdown from the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. I, I mean, just a perfect throw. This guy can throw the football, so you can't sleep on his ability to, to, to toss it, but you also have to respect his legs, and that's that's a true dual threat quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'll, I'll be curious to see how he uh, reacts tonight and how he's able to play. Uh, really excited about that game. Should be a good one. That's absolutely. why it's our game of the week. That's why it's, <laughs> it's absolutely going to be a great football game, and, and we're excited about it. All right, so let's talk about last week we went three and three each. Each. Um, so let's make some picks. What do you say? All right. All right. Let's. Uh, and our picks this week are brought to you by Jamie Davis, Allstate. You're in good hands with Jamie Davis. For a free quote, call 615-392-1122. That's 615-392-1122. Make sure to tell them that. Chris and Maurice from Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. Get that free quote. All right, let's make some picks. All right. We'll start out with the game we almost <laughs> forgot. <laughs> Colin That's fitting. Wood, Collinwood at Richland. Collinwood at Richland. And, um, you know, to be honest with you, it looks like we're, uh, we're going to be – dead on this week so yeah yeah what do, you, what do you think here not going to be any separation doesn't look like i like richland to bounce back i think they're going to take some momentum out of the second half of that ball game down at rogers i don't think colin wood's going to be quite as imposing up front as the pirates were um i, I like richland in this ball game at home i think you're exactly right i got the i got the raiders as well uh, mainly for the same reason i feel like they'll be able to establish a run game and uh maybe get some confidence in Sam Edwards throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. The game that you're going to, Dixon County at Columbia, um, I'm taking the Lions in this just because they really impressed me with what I saw last week, and uh, I don't think Dixon County has the horses to uh, to keep up. I'd agree. I like Central in this one. Uh, tomorrow night, Columbia Academy hosting Shelbyville. Uh, I'm taking the Golden Eagles because, well, they're a 5A school. They're very big. They're very fast. They're very athletic, and I don't think Columbia Academy is going to be able to take care of that one. I, I think you're right. I think uh, 
even even if this is somehow a four quarter ball game, I think at some point Shelbyville's athleticism and depth will, you know, create the difference. Sure. Uh, back to Thursday night games. Um, looks like we're taking the home teams across the board, except for that Shelbyville game right there. Yeah. Um, Spring Hill at Summit. Um, what, what, what are you seeing here? I, I just think that that I'm concerned offensively about Spring Hill, and and as as inconsistent as they are offensively. They tend to put their defense in some bad positions, and I know the defense's responsibility is to stop you wherever they are, but sometimes it's just not quite that easy. And and sure. Summit, obviously scoring forty points last week, has got some offensive firepower. I just I just think Summit is too strong offensively in this one. Even even if by some chance Destin Wade doesn't play, I still think that this offense is is much better. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I would agree with you that Summit takes this one. Um, the Summertown Eagles hosting Wayne County, and I'll be at that game tonight, and I'm I, I'm taking the Eagles. I feel like you know, they they really impressed me last week with a team that I think Mount Pleasant's going to be very good mm -hmm. this year. Uh, so getting a win over them, even in a, a steady rain, steady Wayne, Wayne. Uh, steady rain, <laughs> they will. They'll be able to take care of business tonight. I'd agree. I agree. I, I like this team. I like their junior nucleus on offense. Um, I, I think they're going to be a pretty dynamic bunch as the year progresses, and I think they take care of Wayne County tonight. Absolutely. And finally, um, before game of the week, we have Zion Christian traveling to Fayetteville, and I don't think there's any question that Fayetteville has the athleticism to to put this game on ice. Possibly early. Yeah, yeah. I, um, again, this, if nothing else, this becomes a depth contest, depth and athleticism again, and, and Fayetteville is, is going to have numbers on Zion, I, I believe. I, I think the host Tigers take care of business here. And finally, our game of the week, Independence hosting CPA. Um, I, I'm going to be honest with you, you know, this is a game that I feel like could go either way. It's a toss-up, and when it's a toss-up, I'm going home team. Uh, Independence, I feel like uh, you guys get the, the win tonight. So I know some of the guys that, that hang out on the sideline and get the, the game the game day staff there, um, they don't love it when we pick Independence. But but they don't love it when we pick against them either. <laughs> they like to use it as a, as some motivation, I well, think. Well, they're, they're um, going to have to get their motivation elsewhere, elsewhere for tonight. this one because I like the Eagles as well. I just think um, I think Jackson – and we talk about quarterbacks a lot, but I think Jackson Campbell is going to build on last week's performance and, and have another good one here tonight. I, I like independence. And that defense led by Tommy Monahan in the middle is going to be a, a tough, to, tough row to hoe for the Lions. So it's going to be a good one. If you are out tonight in um, high school football land, it is tonight is the night, 7 o'clock at your local high school stadium. It will be, unless you are a CA fan, that will be tomorrow. There we go. Uh, so 7 o'clock tonight for six of our local teams, 7 o'clock tomorrow for CA. Make sure to get out and support high school football. Also, we're, we've got uh, – 
a little bit more in depth on Mostradamus. Uh, it'll be posted here momentarily on the website uh, at sm-tnsports.com. If you are not going to be able to make it out to a game and you want to know how you can listen to or watch any of the local games, there's a story on our website with links to all of those uh, all in one place. So you can get a ticket link, you can get uh, watch live, listen live links all on our website. Uh, and then, of course, after the games tonight, you can find full game coverage. Uh, it'll be full stories, stats, photo galleries, everything uh, after the game tonight. And catch us on uh, TriStar Friday Night Live with a special Thursday edition. You can catch us on uh, WKOM or WKRN both um, tonight after the games. So, and you can also follow us on Twitter at Mopat and underscore sports at Chris Yow 14. Which you see on the screen there. there ah, look at you. Yeah. Showing off. We got and, it. And at SM underscore TN sports.com. Hashtag only game in only town. Only game in town. So make sure to follow that hashtag. You can follow everybody. Uh, throughout tonight, we'll be out. We'll, we'll be on Twitter. We'll be you know giving you updates. So make sure to follow us there. We appreciate it. And we will see you tonight. This has been Sports Night presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint on the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Network.